What's up, everybody? Welcome to Conversation with Luciana. I am your hostess with the mostest, Luciana here. I am super, super excited to share with you all some news. Been working behind the scenes to pull it all together. Don't know if you do know, but if you have followed me through my journey, it's approaching one year, approaching one year that I started uh, Conversations with Luciana. And uh, wow, if you would have, if I, you would have told me I've been doing, would be doing this for a year, I'm like no way. Um, but it's just, it's flowing, it's growing, and I'm excited. When you trust the process, when you trust the progress, um, believe your purpose, and answer the call, answer the call, things tend to work out. So I'm super, super stoked to be bringing you guys. Um, this information at the end of uh, this podcast, so stay tuned. It may be a long one, maybe 25 minutes because I got a lot to cover, maybe less. You know me. I get on a roll and I just be speaking. But um, I started a series, Unfazed, Unbothered, because that's what it is, unfazed. Although I might speak on it like, oh, you know, she's, you know, she's upset or she's going off. I'm really not. I'm really not bothered. You know, at the end of the day, at the end of these interactions I have with people, you know, I walk away, I feel pretty good. You know, I don't have no regrets. I don't, I'm going to go back and I don't want to prolong it. I'm just like, it is what it is. I said what I said. Let's move on. But um, because this is a special, special podcast episode to bring to introduce, reintroduce myself to some and introduce myself to others, um, I'm going to talk about Unfazed Unbothered number five. Now, we're dealing with um, a lot of people that just have some issues. I get that. You know, people are pissed off. The supply and the demand, the prices of everything is going up, from gas if you live in California to the price of food. You know, things, you're trying to buy a new car, you know. It's kind of like it's reversed. Buying a house is easier than getting a new car or a used car because of the shortage with the chips or, you know, people just, you know, not having the right job. It's just a lot going on, and I understand that. I understand that. You go out to get something, and it's not available. I think I went to Starbucks one time to get something. They said, please be patient because we're um, some of those things that you want are not available to us, you know. There's no workers out there to provide um, the consumers that consume what they want, you know. You have the customer, but you don't have the product. So we have to be patient. But I'm going to tell you this. You don't have the right to take out your frustration on the people that are there that are trying their best to service you. I know some of y'all think customer service people have an attitude. Well, you know what? They're human. They're, They're human. And you have to... You can't take out the human factor when you're dealing with somebody. I understand you're pissed off, but you won't, you expect, you know. You should expect to get taxes. You should expect a new president every four years. You should expect that you're going to die one day. You should expect those things. Those are coming. Those are, are coming. You're not going to be able to change any of that. You know, whether you're a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire, you're going to pay you're going to pay taxes. You're going to die one day. 
you know, whether somebody pays for your funeral through GoFundMe or, you know, whatever the case may be. I'm not trying to be callous, but I'm just saying you're, you're going to do that. But when you're dealing with the public, you're going to have to learn how to police yourself. You, you really are. You're really going to have to. I'm just going to tell you a couple of stories. And uh, these are real conversations that I have with people because I'm sick and tired of people thinking it's okay to go off. It's not okay. And, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to make sure that you, uh, you know, I'm going to talk to your, uh, your manager, your supervisor. You know, if we stand in line, people say that. Talk to them. Talk to them. Go ahead. You know, what's the worst thing that is going to happen? They may talk to me. I might get written up. They might get written up or... You know, um, I might lose my job, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you what I say to you is going to resonate with your soul, and you're going to remember that the next time you run up on somebody and act a fool. You know, I, I just don't get that. They think that yelling at somebody is going to get the job done. I can be a customer, or I can be the person that's behind the counter, behind on the phone, or whatnot. You know, you're going to deal with those angry people. So... This uh, lady um, was very upset because she didn't get something, and she wanted to talk to a manager. Okay. I wasn't dealing with her. Go right ahead. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to yell at me, and you're not going to cause a scene. And she started to, and I looked up at her in her face. I make eye contact. You're going to bring that down. You're going to bring that down. It, it doesn't matter. It does not matter what your experience was when you walked in that door. And when you walk into that door, you're going to show the person behind the counter, in the lobby, and outside the door of respect. If you want to act a fool, you act a fool with the, your, your friends, your family. They're used to your shenanigans. Everybody's not going to be receptive. So she was like, uh-uh, that I going off. First of all, you're going to bring it down. First of all, you're going to bring it down, and you're not going to yell at me like I'm your child. That's what you're not going to do. It has nothing It has nothing to do with me providing you a bad customer service or giving an attitude. This is on behalf of anybody that works in retail, anybody that has to do with the public, nursing, it doesn't matter what field you're in. You don't have the right. I understand that you're frustrated. I'm frustrated, too, because I can't go off on you like I normally could. Not because I fear for this job, because it's not a good look. So I'm just as guilty as you if I go off. But what you're not going to do is you're not going to yell at me or anyone like you gave birth to them. You shouldn't yell at children, but people do. So you want to be treated with respect, you need to give some respect. I have no problem saying that. None. Again, you wanted a reason to go off. I'm going to give you a reason. And in the meantime, I'm going to make you feel as ignorant as possible by the words that I speak. This is how the day went. I'll tell you how it went. You want to yell and scream, okay, you know what? Can I help you? You want to go all, first of all, you're not going to yell at me like I'm your child. I'm going to need you to bring it down because I cannot understand through the yelling. I understand that you're frustrated, here to get help me as best as I can. But what you will not do is disrespect me or disrespect yourself by yelling at me. Because at the end of the day, you need me. 
started way down. I wasn't I wasn't rude. Can I help her? Yeah, you can help her because you can go deal with that hurt because she obviously is upset. Now, I do have to say that, you know, when you give people what they want, they don't know what to say. Oh, I apologize, blah, blah, blah. Do whatever. I understand your frustration. You may not like the answer that I'm giving you, but that, that answer you're going to get. But you're going to have to be respectful. Do not go in there screaming and yelling at people. Don't, because you had to get up out of your bed to come get something. If it was that serious, you should have went to the store and bought it. If it was that serious, you should have made sure that you were standing outside waiting for the person to deliver or bring you whatever. I don't need you to go off on with your friends thinking you're going to go off with me because I'm going to embarrass you on the phone with your family, your friends, or your man because I'm going to tell you to bring it down. Now, you can cuss me out and do whatever. I'm not wrong by telling you to bring it down. And she knew it because she stopped. She stopped, and she moved on. You gotta, you gotta get to a place where you, you don't take it personal. Although it seems like it's personal, but you have to stop people. What you're not gonna do is you're not gonna yell at me. You don't go to your job, or maybe you do, and yell at your boss and expect it not to get a pink slip. That's not how life works. That's not. Somebody's gonna tell you you need to bring it down. And there's nothing wrong with they're not doing their job. They do have a right to be treated with respect. If they cause it and they come out of faith, then, you know, they talking to you crazy, then you going back and forth, okay, that's different. But when you're in a, in a public setting, you need to act like you got some sense because people are looking at you and watching you. They're like, oh, there she go. I, you can't take them nowhere. It doesn't matter what race you are. People don't like the answer. Someone we can be, you can be helping or talking with somebody or having a conversation, and someone will walk up and just start talking like that. That the other person is not saying that. Excuse me, I'm talking to that person. Oh well, I need. I know what you need, but I'm gonna need you to stop doing that. And people will respect that. You gotta retrain people's minds. You do. You don't don't feel that you're entitled to everything. Because I don't have to help you. I don't. You know, people want to feel, um, you know, feel like their needs are or wants are above anybody else's. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, 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 it's not. And so you might be um, of a different ethnic group, but we're all, you're all the same color when you're rude and nasty and you're obnoxious. You're all the same color. So I'm not bothered by that. You know, I'll just let you know there's a line that you don't cross. You cross it, I'm going to put you back. And if you get an attitude and want to go off on me because I'm putting you back in your place, we'll get used to it. You can't police yourself, guess what? I'm the sergeant of arms, I'm going to police you. And it has nothing to do, or I'm going to walk away from you, and you can deal with it. I can be everything under the sun as long as you don't get in my personal space. But you, people take it, and they, and they hold on to that, and they take it to the next person. Now, you don't like to be treated a certain way when you're at work, you know, you don't. Don't give them when you go out in public. You want to go off and you want to talk to people crazy, especially when you're dealing with um, fast food or restaurants. Everybody feels that they can just go off on the person, like they're beneath them. Why? Why? You know, you don't get to talk to nobody crazy because you think you're paying their salary because somebody's paying yours. 
somebody said, you're getting a check, you know? Well, they're supposed to, you know. No, they're not supposed to be abused by you. When they signed up for that job, when they took that and accepted their job, they did not say they are willing to be abused mentally, physically, verbally by the public and not have any retort. That's not going to work. But, you know, you got to, I'm, I'm just, I can say it and move on. I, I can. You got to get to that point where you don't, you're not rude and nasty, but you, you set the tone. You set the tone. And you, and people have to respect that. If they don't, then they, you don't have to deal with them or they don't have to deal with you. You know, they, you don't. I stop letting things stick to me. You know what? I'm not going to have high blood pressure, a heart attack, or a stroke, or have headaches because I got to deal with you and your your BS. No, I'm not. I let it. I let it go. I let it go. You know. And when I say I let it go, it does not mean I can't address the situation. Some situations I, they're they're not meant for me to respond to because you're not bringing it to me, so I can't respond to it. But you want me to hear it, and you want me to chime in, because you want me to have a conversation with you. You're not going to do it. I'm not gonna, you're not going to bait me into a, um, confrontation. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. So at the end of the day, you know, with this particular situation, she chilled out. She went on by her day, because I was not going to deal with all that. I will tell you in a minute, do not yell at me. Because I am not, I don't belong to you. You don't own me. You didn't birth me. And that's nothing wrong with that. And if you get in trouble for telling people to bring it down, then you, you know, at least you let them know. They'll remember. They'll remember. You don't get, you don't, you don't get another opportunity to raise your voice at me unless I'm raising my voice at you. You know, this, this post COVID, uh, attitude, entitlement that people have, you better back the front door up because everybody's not having that. They're not. And doesn't mean that you want to overturn something and you want to drink the bull crap. That's you. Everybody's not going to be receptive to your shenanigans and your BS and your nonsense and your temper tantrums. You know, at the end of the day, you're here getting something that you need. You need to be serviced. You need to have a, a, a better attitude and wait for the reason for, to make me, to make yourself go off on me. I haven't even given you a reason. It's like you accuse your, your man or your woman of uh, cheating on you. You know I hate that word, cheating. Um, and you going off every little thing. Until they give you a real reason, you're going off for it. You can assume all you want to. Until you got the girl calling you or the guy calling you or you see them out and you get concrete proof that they're doing it, you can assume a whole lot. doesn't necessarily mean true, but somebody will tell you, I'm going to give you a reason. Yes, I did. Now what? We're here. You know, that's, that's what people don't want. You got to be... Um, ready for the response that you're going to get, whether you like it or not. But you're not going to go around telling everybody off. Life doesn't work like that. 
you're not going to be the big, bad wolf in the house. You're not always. Sometimes you got to be the lamb or you got to be the sheep. Sometimes you got to, you know, bring it down. But, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. But at the end of the day, that stuff doesn't stick to me. I'm unfazed by that. I'm not moved. I'm, I'm not harboring that. I'm not going to let add years. That's not, my interaction with you is not going to add years to my life, and it's not going to take years to my life. Same way when you treat people. When you treat people effed up and you want to go off on everybody and then you want somebody to help you and they don't, don't get mad. Don't get mad. You know, you, you can't have it both ways. Despite what you think or feel, you are not entitled to run amok you, through everybody's life. Just go through life with the bulldozers, you know, knocking down everything that's in your path. Nah, nah. At the end of the day, I go to sleep. See ya. I go to sleep, and I sleep well. You know, and if I'm having a bad night's sleep or I'm restless, that's because I'm thinking of a master million-dollar plan. That's why I am. No person, no thing, no situation is going to keep me up like that. It's not going to do it. My encounter where everyone, I call it an encounter, is a learning experience. You know, I take it for what it is and move on. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to deal with the nonsense and the BS because you don't have control or handle yourself. You know, you're an adult, you're responsible. Kids throw tantrums. Adults should know how to conversate. And that goes back to a podcast episode I did with uh, Bruce Wayne. You know, when you have people who don't have that communication, that, that education level, or that, you know, um, where they can be able to articulate clearly their thoughts and their words, even if it doesn't make sense, you keep talking until it does. Or you you know what I'm saying, because most people come from a place of frustration because they don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to converse because they never had to. Because if you did, you would know that you can't get through life yelling and screaming, cussing people out, and wanting to fight. That's a defense mechanism. That's what it is. That's because you don't want to, you want to cover up the fact that you don't know how to talk about your feelings and your emotions. You don't. I'm faith. I'm not I'm not bothered by the fact that I have to point out anything about you. I'm not I'm not going I'm not going to do that. That's not my job to expose you. You expose yourself and your reaction. I, I I don't I don't I don't deal with that. I'll tell people in a minute, well I don't want to do this. Well, you know, I'm you said I know what I said yesterday. But today is a new day, and I got stuff to do. They get mad. They want to get in their feelings. They want to go off on me. What you're not going to do is yell at me because I changed my mind. Now, if it's, if this is a deal breaker for our friendship or whatever, hey, let it be it. But you're not going to sit there and guilt me and go off on me because I chose to do something else. You know, conversations, you know, are should be um, had, and they're necessary. But, you know, some things are yes or no, you know, black and white. You know, it's like in an interview. You answer the question that they ask you and let them ask a follow-up. But depending on your answer will lead them to a follow-up question to dig deeper, to get something out of you. Not all of them are interested in knowing everything about you. 
they're learning if they want to deal with you. Remember that people are gatherers of information, and that's what they do. They look at you, and they want to gather as much information as they possibly can to see if they want to deal with you. And I can know after a couple of dealings with somebody whether I want to deal with them or not. I don't. And those days where I know I am short-fused, I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm going to do my best to police myself. And if I cannot do that, I'm just going to go and, you know, take a nap. But anyway, yeah, you have to, you've got to learn how to do that with people. It's just, it's just that. When you treat people after that, when you go off, those are the same people that you might need. You don't want to burn your bridges. But you don't want to continue to mend that bridge that needs to be just blown up and torn down or not and not having people have access to you. Mm-mm. Becoming unfazed doesn't mean that you're, you don't know what's going on. Unbothered does not necessarily mean that things don't get to you. It's your response. It's how you handle it. You know, you got all the people that will go off on you, and then they think they're telling you something. You'd be like, okay, okay. And then you just walk off. And they think, oh, I got her, or I got him. And then you need that person, and they just walk off. What? No, I don't have to help you. I said something the other day that shocked my director. It shocked him. And he didn't expect me to say it, but I did. He asked me a question and say, well, you know what? People don't always like your response because they feel that you're always on the defense or you, your, your answers are very short. Now, I could have just went on about, you know, again, I don't dwell in my feelings, but if I was coming from a, a, an emotional state, I probably would have said, this is that, 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 or whatever. I'm like, I didn't say nothing. When I said this, that, and the other, it would have came across as emotional to me, an emotional response. No, I'm going to give you a factual response. And this is what I said. I don't respect them. I don't respect their work ethic. I don't like them. Therefore, I don't deal with them. He was so floored by that. I said, it has nothing to do with them personally or me personally. I just don't deal with people I don't like. If you show me your hand and you have nothing, you're not going to bluff me into believing, talking about poker, that you got a hand. You show me this movie so many times, I've seen it. So when I said that to him, he had nothing but respect. Don't get it confused. Don't think that I'm difficult or person is difficult because they choose not to deal with you. The question should be, why? What's my problem? If you can take self-inventory and know that you're not the issue, then who gives a damn what they feel? But when I said that to him, oh, my goodness, you see the light bulb just clicked in his head. You got to get to that stage. You got to get to that stage where you can tell somebody in a clear, productive, not counterproductive manner where your message come across and they hear what you say. They heard it. 
So it's it's very clear. We haven't had no problems since. Because if I don't want to deal with you, if I don't like you, no one's going to make me do that, have inner to deal with you. I don't care. I said, I'm not going to let something, you know, that I know is preventable or let something happen. I'm not going to let you suffer. But I'm not going to put myself in a position to watch you suffer either. So if there's a situation where you're getting ringed by somebody, I'm going to walk off. I am. You know? Children and elderly people, disabled people, of course I'm not going to do that. But if you're a mean, disabled person, and you always going off because you want to use your, um, weaponize your disability, I'm going to shut your ass down too. I'm going to shut it down too. Anyway, it's been it's been a wonderful, wonderful um, series on Phase Unbothered. I started this because there were things that was going on that I just wanted to talk about. And I wanted to encourage people to say that, you know, it's, it should you should get to a point where it does not, you know, make you react unfazed by with an emotional state. You know, I have got into it with many people um, over the last, you know, couple of months, and I'm willing to live with those results of those interactions that I have with people. You know, because I know that I can be, um, you know, I can prove my uh, point. It's not about proving that I'm right. Prove my point. You hear my point. And I can walk away and don't be bothered. I don't need your validation. Don't need your approval. I don't. I don't. As long as I'm treating you as respect as a human being, that's it. The human factor. Now, I tell you it's going to be a long podcast episode, so I might go at least about five more minutes because I want to tell you guys about something that's coming through the pipeline. But uh, there was another uh, conversation that uh, I was like in an earshot of, and sometimes my, you know, you're you're protected because you know certain conversations you shouldn't engage in unless you are part of it from the start to beginning. And I heard uh, these two men. Um, one was coming from a different point. I shouldn't say that because I, I really don't know what point. But you can hear that he's he was very thoughtful of his answer. The other one was just shooting from the hip. He was just shooting, bam, 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 bam. And this is what it is. Don't take it personal, people. I'm just going to tell you what it is. You know, there, um, living in the Bay Area, there was a shooting, right? There was a shooting in the Bay Area. And one young man, African-American young, lost his life. Um, Google it. It was West Oakland something shooting. And uh, they were having a conversation with it. And so there's two uh, Caucasian guys we're talking about, and they're older. And so one of them, A, was trying to, you know, say, you know, that's just, you know, unfortunately what happened, but did you hear about that? Caucasian B, well, that was a gang. What? It was a gang. And, you know, I, I lived over there, you know, with the, uh, you know, when they do all that, and this is unfortunate, and they was gang. You weren't there. You weren't there, but you're telling him like you were there. You don't live nowhere near that city. You have no connection. You may have started off years ago, but the game has changed, buddy boy. But you cannot relate to the black man experience by saying that. 
this is what he encountered or they encountered because they're in a gang. What? And that's where I get a little bit like, okay, stop. But I wasn't in that conversation. But you can tell he wanted me to respond to it. I just kept working. Now, the Caucasian eight, he was like, you know, well, no, this happened in different and, you know, with this. You know, he was just trying to say that it's more, it happens more um, than you think in the suburban areas than in the urban areas. So you've got to be careful how you word certain things or say certain things because it's not always what you think. And my, my thing and my argument to people is, were you there? Because all you're doing is based on assumptions or your opinion. Because you weren't there, so you have no idea. You just saw the news like everybody else, and you made a judgment based on what you saw. But you cannot have the conversation with the black males, young or old, about the black experience or the gang violence that you want to associate them with because they're going to look at you and say, huh, how do you know? How do you know they was in the gang? They didn't say they had gang ties. So I want to just say that, you know, you got to be careful when you give out false information or when you come with your opinion and you try to make it facts. That's a problem. But you don't have to engage in every conversation because it's a waste of your energy and your space. Because that person doesn't get it. They don't want to get it. They just want to do it for, because they get something out of watching uh, you respond or go off. They do. You ain't getting your kicks off of me. I'm going to tell you, you know what, you have a great day, sir, ma'am. And I'm going to walk off. I'm going to leave you with that. And you want to keep, you know, this is the same person that we were going on and on about the flag. Um, he felt that Caucasian B uh, was saying that, oh, you know, I'm tired of people disrespecting the flag. Uh, again, how did this become one particular race, because he was biracial, how did this become about the flag? How did, how did when he's clearly stated that it wasn't about the flag. And he kept bringing that up. And finally I said to him, just like, how, why do you keep associating what's going on in America with one segment of society that's violent, brutal, that you don't have an answer for, equated to the flag? Well, my brother's in arms and we all support and they don't agree with it because they're ignorant and they don't want to know. You don't want to know. You just want to talk about stuff. But let me ask you this, Caucasian B, you're marrying to you're married to someone from North Korea or South Korea. I don't know. I I really don't know. And do you think that your wife is accepted into society, or she's only accepted because you're married to her? You didn't have an answer. I'm like, so what I'm saying to you is that you might have people of color as friends. That does not mean that you experience the same 
situations and dealing with that may do. And if they are telling you that it's not about what you think it is, then your shadow-ass peak brain mind wants to believe what you want to believe. Therefore, you're not invited to this conversation because you already base your opinion on your feelings, and that is your fact. So if you want to have an intelligent conversation with me, bring something to the table. But if you're going to start with this nonsense, I'm going to shut you down because you don't get to invade my space with your bullshit. You don't. You don't. If you're not willing to open your mind into, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying everything, I'm an open book, but I do like to learn. I learned a lot today. I learned a lot today. And that's what makes, I think, myself a well-rounded human being because I'm not closed-minded. I'm not closed-minded. I'm, I'm willing to grow and evolve. But this mother freaker just wants somebody to hear him talk. And if you're talking nonsense, I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to shut you down every single time. And I'm going to prove my point at that point is to prove you don't know what the F you're talking about. And I'm going to embarrass you or I'm not going to tolerate you. Therefore, every time you want to engage in a conversation with me, I'm going to let you know I'm gone. I don't want to have this conversation with you. Have a nice day. Woo, that's powerful. Anyway, I went over my time. But let me tell you, thank you for joining Conversation with Luciana. Unfazed, Unbothered by Five. This is the deep, I'm going to, deep, I can't even talk, my debut. Um, for, ta-da-da-da, I'm super, 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 super excited. The YouTube channel. Yes, I know I had one. Da, 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 da. Sometimes, you have to rework something. It's part of my brand, which I'm super excited for. Um, my team of one has been working hard on making this come together, and I'm super excited. You guys will be able to listen to the podcast. You guys will be able to comment. You guys will like to, you know, even be a guest on the show. We're, we're, we're checking all the boxes. Because I'm super excited. It's been a year. It's been a year. Conversations with the Luciana. I am so excited. It's going to be in my bio. It's great. It's good times. It's good times. You have to be consistent. You got to be consistent, and you got to be true to who you are. You know. Um, wow. I'm just so excited because you know I've been doing this for a year. I never thought I would be in season number five. I have over 100, uh, 150, uh, I believe 150, I want to say 147, podcast episodes that I have recorded. Um, my humble beginnings when I first started um, to now. Um, I, have, I literally have 15 um, podcasts. I haven't even put the title on them to upload them. I haven't. I just haven't did it. That's how it's, it's, it's like, wow, wow, look how your dreams can turn into your reality if you believe in your dream and you work hard. I'm just I'm just I'm super stoked. It's a conversation with Luciana on the YouTube channel. I'm going to be in Twitter with that. I'm I'm bringing the hammer. I'm bringing the hammer. You bring the nails and we're going to build this empire together. We are. You know, I I need I I need you just as much as you like to hear me. Need y'all. You know, we are only going to 
learn and grow and get better if we start having conversations, open and honest conversations. And am I, are you going to agree with me? No, probably not. Am I going to go off the rails? Probably on some things. But one thing at the end of the day, I am true to who I am, and I can sleep well at night because I know I'm doing my purpose and I'm doing my part to bring insight to maybe a perspective that you didn't know or you didn't think about because we're not going to get anywhere shouting over each other. We're not going to get anywhere not understanding each other. We're not going to get anywhere not supporting one another. We need to stop labeling things as it is what it is and leave it like that or leave it to somebody else to deal with. We have to deal with our issues ourselves. Until we are ready to have that candid conversation where there's not a moderator and there's spectators and people who's going to control it, I need you to talk, but I also need you to be respectful and know the difference between opinions and facts and judgment, condemnations. You got to know it's an easy, it's a, it's a, it's an easy fix, but we're not going to get there overnight. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some work, and I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do that because I'm super excited. Who knew? Who knew that I will be doing this this time, you know? Who knew I would lose my father two years ago? Things happen for a reason. My dad said something before he left this earth. He said, tough. He said, you're tough. You're tough. you got to have thick skin in this world. And I'm just going to share this personal story. You know, I couldn't understand why my dad was hard on me. And I, and I had a, I had a father and a dad. I didn't have one of those people that, you know, I saw him on the weekends. I saw him every day. My father was kind of tough on me. He didn't, he didn't let me get away with stuff that I thought I should get because I was the baby girl. Nah. He made, he molded me or put me in a position to survive and thrive when he wasn't going to be here and not take things so personally. Because if you get in your feelings, you're not dealing with facts, you're never going to be no future. So my father would not allow me to get caught up in my feelings. Now, now don't get me wrong, I did, because I'm a woman. I started, you know, there were times where I didn't want to, I didn't want to be hard. I didn't want to be that way. I wanted to just, and I do have those moments. But he built me to last. He built me to take criticism. Because if I could take it from him, ooh, y'all have no idea who that man was. If I could take it from him, he was from the Western time. He wasn't in the Western. He was like Western. Where they tell you to bite a towel, where they just dug that bullet out of your leg. That's how he was. Bite into it. Because I got to make sure that you're going to be okay, and you're not going to be driven or live your life through someone else's opinion of you. Because I know, I know who I raised. I know who you are. So that's that's a personal story. You know, this, this journey that I am on, who knows where it's going to live. Uh, lead to, 
Who knows? I don't know. You know. But I know I'm here for the challenge, triumphs, the tears, the fears. I feel for you. I feel with you. We're built to last. Know that. We're built to last. We're going to get through this. Thank you for joining Conversations with the Luciano. It's been a ride, and I'm excited to take you with me into the future. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. High five. Pop, 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 pop. High five. All right, thank you. I'm Faith. I'm Bother. Number five. We in the house. Have a good one.